This is the Dr. Nicolia Show, where we discuss life goals, mindset blocks that prevent you from living your purpose, and have fun while doing it. All for a better mind, a better life, and a better you. Welcome back to another Transformational Tuesday with me, Dr. Nicolia. I am beyond excited that you guys are here joining me and dedicating your time to me and learning and growing and expanding to become the best version of yourself. So if this is your first time with me, welcome. If you've been listening for some time, welcome back. I'm excited that you both are here. So last week we discussed productivity and different strategies and hacks that you could incorporate into your life to become more productive and less busy. This week I wanna discuss one strategy that I've incorporated personally within my life That is not what you're going to think it is, but was totally transformational in nature. So about two years ago, I started to get really overwhelmed. I already was overwhelmed because I was busy and had all these things that I was expected to commit to and all of these different obligations that I had. But this time it it felt different. I could tell it was wearing on my body. You know, my daughters would be like, mom, you seem really tired. I was super irritable. Even though I was doing things that I loved, I was so busy that I felt like I couldn't truly enjoy what it was that I loved. So I decided to start thinking about how I could add rest to my life. And I don't always mean like a nap, but I mean like real true rest. And as a Christian or any religion, I'm sure you've heard of the Sabbath. It's a Hebrew word that means the day set aside for rest and worship. And according to the book of Exodus, the Sabbath is a day of rest on the seventh day because that was the day that God rested from creating us. It's supposed to be a day that we keep holy and a day for rest. Um, A lot of religions observe this, but I, I had never really, really done this. You know, my church... We have Saturday service, and so I would go to service on Saturday, and so I dedicate a good part of my day to Christian activities in church on Saturday, but Sunday was just filled with more tasks and more of my to-do list and more of my running errands and more of things for my children, and so I decided that I wanted to start to incorporate rest, so I read this amazing life-changing book called Sabbath Keeping, um, Finding Freedom and Rhythms of Rest by Lynn Babb. And the premise of the book was to discuss the importance of having a Sabbath. And in the book, she shared that she lived in a community where rest was really valued. Her and her husband were going around and trying to disciple different people. And they lived in a community that really valued rest. And so at that time that her and her husband were living there, rest was a priority amongst her family. And so they did that for several years. And then eventually they moved away and they moved back to the States And, you know, we went back to being busy, you know, what we all do, how we all are busy, Monday through Friday, 24-7, you know, whatever. And so she talked about how much she noticed her body missing it. So she decided to start to incorporate rest. And through this reading of the book, I realized that that is what I felt like my body was really, really calling for. So I decided to commit to rest. Now, I'm going to be really easy. The idea of resting is a lost art. And I don't mean resting like binge watching Netflix or sitting on the phone in your bed with your girlfriend gossiping. Rest comes in many forms, but the best kind of rest and the rest that we truly need is the rest that rejuvenates the body. It rejuvenates the soul. It rejuvenates the spirit. It replenishes you, right? It's that it's like recharging of your batteries. 
And that's where a Sabbath is really unique because it's a God-inspired rest that replenishes your overall well-being. So it replenishes you holistically. So when I started to incorporate the Sabbath practice, it was not easy because it literally meant that I had to take seven days of work and jam them into six days. So all my client calls, all of my work, you know, my nine to five job, all of the activities with my girls, all of my cleaning, all of my cooking. And so it was extremely challenging. And so what I had to do is I had to start somewhere. And it began with me, you know, pulling back so that half of my Sunday was dedicated to the Sabbath. And that actually wasn't a huge step for me. It was just that I just, you know, kept my phone off until noon. Then I decided to move it and I made it from noon until bedtime. Um, that was a little bit more difficult just because of the feedback I would get from friends and family. They'd be like, hey, I was calling you. I was worried about you. Or, hey, why weren't you answering? Or, hey, I really needed you to do this thing for me. And so it took a lot of courage for me to put that boundary in play and, and to tell them, like, I'm really honoring this because I recognize that in order for me to be the best person I can be, I have to honor what my body is asking for. And so I, I really, really started to put that into play. But understand that beginning a Sabbath practice will cause you to swim, swim against the stream because people won't get it. People won't understand. It goes back to the boundaries that we talked about in another podcast episode. People don't get when you do something different and they don't like it because it often doesn't fit them. But keeping this commandment and making this a priority is always a battle worth fighting. You'll be blessed for your desire and efforts to honor not only God, but yourself and your body and your needs. And so let's talk about the benefits of a Sabbath rest. So the first benefit of a Sabbath rest is obviously rest. Imagine having one day or several hours one week to avoid work. You don't have to do household chores. You don't got to worry about to-do lists. You don't got to cook. You don't have to run errands. You don't have to be anyone's fa you know, favorite runner or errand runner. You don't have to respond to messages. You're not even expected to. And you can do this all without the guilt because the reality is that's what it is. We guilt ourselves when we allow ourselves to rest. We think that if we're being still, that somehow we're doing, we're doing something wrong because we live in a society that believes that busy and productivity is the only way to be. But the reality is the re is rest is the most effective way to live. So picture a day where you can just really spend it with those you love, a day that you can be out in nature, a day that you can do something nice for yourself, a day that you can do something and not feel guilty, something that you wanted to do. It's not a dream. This is something that you can make your reality. And that's the whole purpose of the Sabbath. That's the whole purpose of bringing it, it into your life. And so it's really important that you take that time to rest and implementing that Sabbath into your life makes it your, makes it a reality, makes it a priority. In addition to that, uh, Sabbath is a time to take care of yourself. A lot of times when we're going through our week and we have busy things going on and we're busy and we're overwhelmed with everything going on. It's easy to put ourselves on the back burner. You know, we have to take our kids to their extracurriculars. We have to work. We have to finish this project. We have to sew something or cook something or clean something. Like we have all of these things and expectations hovering over us. And so a lot of times taking care of ourselves 
is something that's placed on the back burner. But how would life be different if you took time to be in tune with what you needed? You took time to listen to your body. You took time to be mindful in the moment. You took time to not rush and you could just truly rest. That's what the Sabbath allows. It allows you an opportunity to make self-care a priority because ultimately that rest is the highest form of self-care and the best thing for your overall well-being. When we fail to rest, we do more than burn ourselves out. We misunderstand that God really wants this for us and that we are designed and created to be people who truly need rest. And so the final benefit of the Sabbath is to really build, build your faith, to really truly build your faith. The Sabbath redirects us so that we can focus on God's desires for our life. And so when you're taking time to be still, you can hear God. Because I think so many times when we move through life and we're busy, we miss the messages. We miss what God is trying to tell us. We overlook it because we're so busy about go, 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 check off this list, check off this list, check off this task. So this means when you're taking time to incorporate the Sabbath, you're really learning to trust God with your time, with your feelings, with your thoughts, with your finances, with your perspective, with your attitudes, with your whole existence. You don't have to be in a constant state of worry because you give yourself a break from that. God is basically telling us that this is a day I want you to observe. I want you to set apart and I want you to be different. And this is a healthy and beneficial way to live. So stepping out and doing something that is different is going to be challenging because a lot of times our minds are so preoccupied with projects that we can barely act or think effectively. We move on autopilot or we move on what pe we think people want or we move on what we think is going to be good in the moment, but we miss it. We miss that beat. We miss that step because we're not taking care of ourselves and our well-being, which is so important. So let's talk about what that Sabbath could look like. Like your Sabbath could be slowing down and being more mindful. It could be spending time in nature. It could be reading. It could be taking a nap. It could be unplugging from technology. Or it could be all of the above. Your Sabbath could be an entire day. It could be an hour in the morning and an hour in the evening. It can be half a day. Ultimately, the point is when you're able to tune in to what your body needs and truly rest in God. And so I think that so many of us have to look at it and understand that that's going to look different for all of us. In the book, she talks about how when she lived overseas, they did the Sabbath every Sunday. But when she got home, because her husband was a pastor, she couldn't make her rest day of the Sabbath, you know, the Sunday because they had so many responsibilities in the church. And so her rest day was the Monday. And so it doesn't need to be something that's so like rigid. The Sabbath day can be what works for you. So like I said, it could be an hour of you waking up in the morning and really just resting, taking time to just rest your body, not answering messages, not doing your to-do list, but just totally resting and giving yourself over and trusting that God will take care of you. It could be the same thing in the evening. It could be half a day. I can't tell you how peaceful it was for me to shut off my phone and not have to worry about notifications. And it's funny because we assume that when we take this break that somehow we're going to miss something important or somehow we're going to be set behind because everybody else is still on, everyone else is still going, but you won't. In 2016, there was a study done on a comparison between uh, KFC and Chick-fil-A. And as you guys know, Chick-fil-A is a Christian restaurant. And so they're closed every Sunday to honor the Sabbath. And so KFC ended the year 
with $1.1 million being open seven days a week and more hours than Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A made $4.4 million. They produce four times more sales per restaurant while only be while only being open six days versus seven days. And that just shows like how we believe that resting is a lost art, but actually resting can in turn make you more productive. When I take my Sabbath day on Sunday, I always come back more restored, more refreshed, more replenished, more rejuvenated and ready to go, ready to hit the ground running with ideas and, you know, emails and blogs and podcasts and YouTubes. This entire blog today came from me sitting still and being silent with myself and thinking about life-changing moments in my life and what I learned from them. And immediately it popped up in my head, wow, I want to share this with my audience, with my tribe, and let them know that this is life-changing. It's truly transformational, not only for yourself, but you teach a lesson to those around you. When I started to incorporate the Sabbath, my girls would give pushback, you know, because on Sunday they wanted to rip and run through the neighborhood and hang with their friends or they wanted to have a sleepover Saturday leading into Sunday or they wanted to run to Target. They wanted to do all of these things. And for a while, I felt really guilty because Sunday was a big family day for us. We would do the zoo or the science museum or things like that. And so I explained to them that this is something that I'm committed to and that our entire family is committed to. And so on Sundays when we can slow down, we do yoga together, we read together, we might watch a movie together, we read the Bible together, we might take a nap together, but we really spend time together in a way that I think matters, not in a way that I want to post on social media and brag that I took them to the zoo or the science center and that I'm, oh, this great mom, but on a way that really matters and we take time to really engage with each other and just hone in on our relationship with one another. We have a we have a moment, a free moment, where we open up and share what happened through our week, what we learned, what we liked, what we're looking forward to the next week. But because we're able to slow down, there's no guilt around, well, no, we don't really have time to watch this movie because we need to clean. Or no, we really don't have time to, to play spot it because we really need to get to cleaning. Or no, we can't walk to the park. No, in fact, we can walk to the park and we can walk the extra long scenic route because we can look at what's around us and talk about nature and just be in touch with God. And so changing to incorporate that Sabbath not only was life changing for me and transformational for me, but for those around me to the point where I actually have people now ask me about how I went about incorporating it and what it did for me, what benefits it brought. I have a good friend of mine who has now since started to incorporate it in her life. And it's so neat because every Sunday evening, I turn my phone back on to serve as an alarm clock before bed. And um, so that my girls, you know, I wake them up in the morning for school, but it serves as an alarm clock. And every Sunday evening, I get a, friend, a text from my friend who says, how was your Sabbath? Tell me what you enjoyed about it. And I do choose to respond to her because it makes me feel excited. It makes me feel good to share that I actually slowed down and enjoyed time with myself and with my girls. And so I ask her about her Sabbath and we exchange stories. And it's always a great talking point, but it's always a great reminder to keep my Sabbath going. So as much as I possibly can, you know, pretty much unless I'm on vacation or anything like that, I will incorporate a Sabbath the best way I can. Even if I'm on vacation, last time I went to Kansas City to visit family, 
we came back on a Saturday night and I made that part of the deal. Like if we're going to go there, we're coming back on a Saturday night because I need to have my Sunday. But sometimes if I can't help it and I need to come back on a Sunday afternoon or a Sunday morning, I'll still incorporate the Sabbath for a few hours. But I make it a priority and I set that boundary. And in totality, it has been so life changing for me. It has been beyond transformational for my growth, for my success, and for my self-care and just my overall well-being. So I have a question. Y'all know how we do. I always ask a question at the end of every, every episode. But I want to ask you, how would your life change if you took time to slow down? Let me know and I'll talk to you guys next Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining us this week on the Dr. Nicoya Show. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Nicoya Williams or on my website, NicoyaWilliams.com for more info on this podcast. As always, subscribe to the show to be sure to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh new content. See you next Tuesday.